0: Hi, everyone, and welcome to Screenplay, the fake movie podcast recorded in the library with the candlestick. I'm your host, Brian Lee. I'm Zach Waldridge,
1: And I'm Chris Rocky.
0: All right, everybody, so uh, obviously we're continuing in in the fall theme, we're we're in this October mood right now, and so I was trying to come up with some ideas before we got together today, and I, I think I've got something good. So All right. um, I'm a big fan of murder mystery games, uh, shows, movies. A la Clue. Love Clue. Love Clue, both the movie and the board game. Tim Curry, classic. Who do you always play as? Oh, I'm Plum. Professor really? Plum all the way.
1: Oh, I'm always yeah. Colonel Mustard.
0: Yep. You're Colonel Mustard. I see.
1: Always. Uh, you, know, you know I love Mustard. Yeah, I know you like love some Mustard. Some some spicy brown, some uh, Chinese hot.
0: I know you support the troops quite a bit. Yeah. I know you like KFC, so yeah. Colonel Mustard yeah. makes sense. Yeah. Right, right, I, well, I am a colonel. I am. You a are colonel, a colonel. I so. forgot you are a colonel. I'm a
1: Kentucky colonel, multiple time Kentucky colonel. I'm always Miss Peacock. Do you know why? Uh, why don't you enlighten me? Cause it's got cock in her name. Oh,
0: it's the penis reference.
1: The game came out in 1949, so we can only assume everyone in Clue was also racist, like all the characters. There's only white people in the game, right? According to like the art on the cover. When the game was released in yeah the UK the the. Uh, victim was named dr black uh but in north america his name's mr body so we could <laughs> mr body yeah you didn't know that yeah it is mr body it is definitely it's mr body. body that sounds like a like a very low tier bodybuilding competition i think brian's competed in that hasn't it? <laughs> i think so
0: <laughs> mr body <laughs>
1: <laughs> brian was third place in the kentucky mr body for the uh, 160 weight class
0: <laughs> they don't even have that category if you're in mr olympia but they do go down if you're mm-hmm. mr body and like the junior level is like junior physique no that sounds real teen body
1: junior physique is an r&b artist from the 90s i'm pretty sure man that was a good good
0: time to be an r&b listener Anyway, we're 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 getting off track. So sorry, sorry. I'm sorry. I derailed it. No, it's it's all right. So so I'm a big fan of the the murder mystery genre. Yeah, I love whodunit movies. I love murder mystery movies. I murder love on the
1: Orient Express. Murder on the
0: Orient Express. Clue. Um, Knives Out is a new one coming out here soon. I just I'm a big fan of this genre, and I think it, it can be very fun and interactive for the audience because they can take part in the in the mystery involved. So I say, um, for you know episode, who's in
1: Knives Out, right?
0: Chris Evans. Chris Evans, <laughs> I'm aware. I have a running list of every movie he's going to be in. For a long time, it was just Marvel movies, but it was still there. Um, yeah, and then Snowpiercer. So,
1: anyways, murder mystery, Who Done It? Yeah. Uh,
0: so, so I'd like to do a Who Done It. Um, I do have one thing I do want to decide first before we get into like setting and and stuff like that, which is okay. cool. Um, I've got TV tropes pulled up for the Who Done It genre. Now, okay. big disclaimer for those who don't know what TV tropes is. Do not Google it. Do not go to this website because you will not leave for many, many days. It's, it's a deep hole. You know, in Jumanji,
1: when Robin Williams like comes out and he's like, What year is it? Mm-hmm. or whatever. Yep. You know? That's what happens when you get it's done. With a, TV it's tropes. essentially that.
0: Yeah. So anyway, so in, in TV tropes, they they lay out the basic classes of this Who Done It mystery uh, genre. And there's only three, so I'll, I'll give kind of a brief synopsis of the three. I just want to pick which class we want to follow because that'll kind of color everything else afterwards. Um, The first class is the fair play who done it. Basically that means you as the audience member knows what the detective knows. And if you're smart enough uh, at a certain point, you can solve it ahead of him without being like, you know, too savvy into the tropes of the genre. So basically it's interactive in a way. Okay. Um. Another is the clueless mystery in which the author doesn't provide enough clues for us as the audience to figure it out. So you're pretty much in the dark until the very end when the deus ex, ex machina of the detective yeah. or whatever unravels it. Um, okay. And then the third is the reverse whodunit where the reader knows who, what, where, when, and why, perhaps even in more detail than the detective will ever know. Um, but basically the mystery for the reader or the, the audience member is how will the detective un, like learn these things? Okay. You're, you're like, I know that this person did it. How are they going to find that out? So my personal preference, and I'm open to your guys' ideas, I like the fair play where it's possible for us to figure it out.
1: Yeah, like the entertainment comes from the detective trying to see how the detective gets there while you know everything. Mm-hmm okay i like that i think like that's the kind i like to watch the most but i think for the sake of us creating this story and the format from which we create it kind of just like pulling stuff out of our ass i think the clueless mystery would be easiest for us to like make that story because because we're clueless yes yeah exactly um (laughs) fair enough
0: that's a good point. I didn't think about how stupid we are before I came up with this idea. So well,
1: no, I was just thinking
0: like a fair play who
1: done it would require actually like quite a bit of planning on our part. I think
0: mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
1: whereas the clueless mystery, we can just kind of like blow through it. Like we usually do a story and then at the end we can be like, Oh yeah. And it was this person because like earlier in the movie, yada, yada, yada or something
0: like that. that's a good point. Rock, do you have a preference?
1: I, I agree with what Zach said. I mean, uh, It would require a lot of planning.
0: No, I think that's a good point. And I I, I think I'm going to switch or or agree with, and I think we do the clueless one because I think you're right. It would require us to go, okay, cool. So we're going to come back and record this in five days after we've laid out all the plot points, created a a mind map of it. So yeah, so okay, good. So we're going to do the clueless mystery so we can kind of fly on the seat of our pants and like, okay, here's the person, they're murdered, here's the setting. No,
1: hold on, hold on. I say we actually do just come back in five days okay
0: okay
1: all right everybody we're back and we've
0: planned this whole thing out Uh, (laughs) i'm recording from iceland right now yeah brian how's iceland I just want to let you all know, it is a lie. There is not any ice here. No ice? It is ice? 85 degrees. Brian, Brian. It is tropical.
1: There's no ice anywhere anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Rock, you said we were just skipping ahead five days. How many days
0: did we actually skip ahead? Five days. Five days. That's how drastic it is. There's
1: no ice anywhere? Global warming is real. It's like you you're not even listening to Greta. I'm so pissed right now.
0: Greta Van Fleet?
1: Yes, Greta Van Fleet. Yeah,
0: they they have they had the ice song,
1: the ice song. Yeah, it goes like
0: I come from the land of the ice and snow, and we- I come from the land that used to have ice and snow. <laughs> yes. All right. So so we're gonna do the clueless whodunit. Um, let's pick setting. I think setting is crucial.
1: Let's start with time period. Like, do we want this to be like you know like a historical, like old school whodunit where they don't have access to like you know modern forensic science like uh what what are you Mm. thinking brian like do you want this to be historical so kind of like historical yeah kind of like agatha christie era type stuff or like uh you know someone
0: like poor roll i do love that i mean if you guys have uh if you if you if you guys want to subvert that, we can. But I've always loved the Victorian era, like, you know, old manor house. You're locked in there for some reason with eight people you don't know. And it's. I, I think it's got a good vibe to it. I think it's got gothic, like, okay. baroque architecture and dim lighting. And it's, I don't know. Yeah, I like that a lot. But if you guys have a preference, we can d- do something else. What if, and shoot this, feel free to shoot
1: this. Okay. What if we, like, took that and, like kind of flipped it around a bit and it's got all the trappings of that kind of like Victorian era because it's a retreat thing people went on where they like, you know how people go on those like LARPing type things, except they're just like pretending they're in Downton Abbey.
0: I did not, but that sounds rad.
1: Yeah, people will go spend like two, three, four days at like this manor somewhere and like dress like they're from that era. Like they'll be given roles like, oh, you work the stable. You're like the lord of the house or whatever.
0: Man, the guy who paid 500 bucks and he has to work the stable feels like he got tripped. Yeah. The guy who's the <laughs> lord of the house paid the same thing. Oh, it's, it's like the lottery.
1: This just sounds like the guy who organizes just wants them to do his chores. <laughs> oh, yeah, you're doing the laundry. You're cooking. Yeah. <laughs>
0: well, it's weird that you're always the lord of the house. I mean, you're not even participating. <laughs> <laughs> All right.
1: Let's yeah. get back on let's track. Let's get back let's on get back. track. Uh, so what are you thinking? About?
0: Um, so the retreat's fun. No, actually, the more I think about it, I think I think that we have to have a reason why they can't call the police or like they can't. So maybe as part of this retreat, they have to
1: like they took all their phones.
0: Yeah. You know what? That could be fun. Now I think about it like they have to dump their phones before they go.
1: And it'll still allow us to like have the characters make modern references.
0: Yeah, I think that's cool. Let's do that. So it's like a it's like a retreat thing. And they have to get rid of their phones. They have to dress in like period clothes. Do, are we cool with Victorian era? Like it's in a manor house kind of thing.
1: That's fine by me. Yeah, I mean, we could do that. Or like the 20s. Actually, how about this? The nineteen. Like we could.
0: Or we could even. We could even do do one better. It's like a thing that they do at the Winchester Mystery House. So these people are locked up in this spooky, absurd mystery house that's got stairwells, to, stairways to nowhere, and and stuff like that.
1: Yeah, that think. could be fun.
0: Okay, so the the setting is modern day, but they're at like this retreat in the Winchester Mystery House this Victorian era in this retreat is the intent that it's a who done it to begin with or what are they uh, cuz i think the murder should not be intended i don't think <laughs> the murder should be on purpose
1: yeah i don't think the murder should be intended i don't like i feel like that's too on the nose um, if they're going to do like a murder mystery theater dinner type thing and then it turns into one yeah. although you could lean into that though like the person's a really big murder the main characters are really big murder mystery enthusiasts so like they're very genre savvy that's
0: it that's how we get our detective our detective main character yeah but
1: but they're so genre savvy that they're actually like overlooking a lot of clues or they're wrong a lot of the time or something like that could be a trip because they're
0: expecting it to follow tropes and it's really much more obvious or much yeah. more realistic
1: that's good so are we wanting this to be like kind of comedic or are we wanted to be more serious
0: obviously for the sake of the podcast i'm leaning towards comedic well we're
1: gonna attempt to be funny
0: let's make it a little more serious and we'll make it okay. funny. i i do kind of want it to be you want there
1: to be suspense right
0: yeah, I want it to be suspenseful. So let's do it as if it's serious.
1: Okay. Well, then maybe maybe we shouldn't have the uh, genre-savvy main character then, because I feel like that's more of a highlight of like comedies or so. Well, Scream, uh, like the movie Scream, had genre-savvy main character, and it was still like a horror movie. So. But it's
0: kind of like a like a throw-up of. Everyone says what Rock's about to say. Like people say it's a parody, but I, I, I don't see it as that. Like it uses tropes. It's very it's genre aware, but like yeah, it's aware. But I don't see it as like intending to be funny. Maybe I'm just missing it. Maybe I'm just not reading it right. Well, Wes Craven is obviously more of a gifted filmmaker than I am, so maybe I'm just in the dark on that.
1: But not that you know anybody else knows. You just you just got to get your first big break, Brian.
0: You know, we, we I mean, when Mario Kart the movie comes out, people might be blown away. All right, but anyway, so I I do kind of want a reason for one of the people to solve the mystery, and so our options are like they're already a detective, or they're genre aware. I kind of like that they're genre aware. I don't think that it, I think we can do it in a way that it's not going to be like pulling away from the suspense. I think we can do that. Um, so we're set in the Winchester Mystery House they're cut off from technology for let's just say a weekend. Like they, they went up on a Friday. They're supposed to leave Sunday night. Like Uh, they left
1: their phones, maybe at like a guard shack, like kind of on the edge of the property. Sure.
0: It's too dangerous to go. Yeah.
1: Ooh. Yeah. Maybe you can have a scene where like a character goes to try and like get the phones or whatever, and then they get murdered. Ooh. Okay.
0: Yeah. And then they find that person's body somewhere in the manor and then that's their way of knowing. Yep, we definitely can't just go out onto the grounds cuz that's unsafe. So 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 let's do that. Who do we want our main horror or who done it buff to be? Do, do we want to, I kind of want it to be female. I think that'd be fun. I do
1: too. I was thinking like in my head I was thinking like a woman. How, what age range are we thinking here Brian? I
0: would say early 30s early thirties, like pretty much the middle of the millennial range. So like she spent a lot of time <laughs> watching clue when she was growing up and like reading Wikipedia and shit like that. She might be too comedic and I, she, I don't think she'd work
1: as the lead, but she might be a good side character. I think Opry Plaza could be good in this
0: as long as she's serious. Yeah. As long as she's not doing. The, yeah.
1: No, she, I think she can be serious, uh, but I don't want her to be the lead. Maybe like a side character. Yeah. That's cool. Rock, you got any, uh, ideas? Mm-hmm i got nothing
0: um i just looking up actresses emma stone emma stone
1: could be good uh margot robbie margot robbie um
0: Um, she's big right now i could see that she's not she's not goofy most i like emma stone let's do emma stone emma stone so, okay. So Emma Stone is our main character. She is a big Who Done It buff. Okay. I don't want that to be like a defining character no, tree because no, that no. seems kitschy. I think that that only comes up when the whodunit thing happens. She takes charge because she's obviously genre aware. Like we don't have to have a setup about it. We don't have to have her the opener be her watching clue or something like that. That's a little too ham-fisted. Is she there by herself or with somebody?
1: Um, I think she's there with somebody. Uh, now is it like a friend she's with is it a romantic partner is
0: it her mom her dad her brother like if it's someone she trusts too much then that person is removed from the running yeah so i don't want it to be a relative i don't want it to be a significant other i could see a friend okay because friends can obviously betray each other so i'd say a friend okay how about mila kunis mila kunis an option, or Aubrey Plaza. You mentioned Aubrey Aubrey Plaza. We could do Aubrey Plaza as the friend.
1: Either one, Rock. You decide.
0: Yeah, you pick between those two.
1: Uh, Mila Kunis.
0: All right, Mila Kunis. So Emma Stone, Mila Kunis. There's going to be a lot of like teenage boys coming to see this movie and being very disappointed.
1: How many people
0: are on this retreat or whatever? It can't be like a huge number. I would say five to eight, but that is just pulling numbers out of my ass.
1: Okay, I think there's, like, let's say there's eight people who went, and then there's, like, four people who are kind of, like, running the thing that are there, too. So, there's, like, like you know, four people running the event, so they're there, too. So, there's a total of 12.
0: And we don't need to cast all of them, right?
1: Yeah, we don't have to cast all of them.
0: So, we've got Emma Stone and Mila Kunis. So, they're there for, for this, like, get-away-from-technology retreat, I said three or two days, but maybe it should just be overnight so that there's, like, an endpoint in sight. Like, maybe it's a nighttime, like, an overnight kind of thing. You'd have to suspend a lot of disbelief if you're like,
1: you mean, like, there's been a murder two days ago and the police still haven't managed to, like, be contacted somehow? Like, all right. So, yeah, I think, like, one night. This is all happening in, like, what? Like, a Friday night to, like...
0: Saturday afternoon.
1: Saturday afternoon. Yeah, maybe, like person in charge of the house is like all right i'll come like unlock i've never been to the winchester mystery house i don't know like what the layout of the grounds is like it's but bonkers I, I know it's insane but like i don't maybe there's a guy who be like all right i'll be back at like saturday at three to come unlock the gate yeah. or something and let you guys out you have to, this requires willing suspension of disbelief though and that like you're just allowed to lock people in a house for a bit there, like no lawsuits are gonna result from this or anything yeah all, all it takes is just a throwaway line like oh you have to sign this waiver so you can't sue us in the event that something happens or somebody yeah. gets murdered and some other characters are like wait if somebody gets murdered it's like hey, you know it's just fine print
0: and then they move on and that's foreshadowing for the murder so I think since we're, we're gonna do a who done it we need a, a motive and we need a person who's going to die. And I think the person who dies, we should meet them and then they should die. So it should be someone well-known. So we should cast okay. the body. Jonah Hill. just high beast Jonah Hill. Justin Long. Wow. Um, <laughs>
1: Justin Long's not Justin bad. Justin Long's a good Um Michael B. Jordan. We can't just have Michael B. Jordan in the movie and just kill him. Yeah, you can. Why not? <laughs> Feels like a waste of talent. Rock, that's what they did in Black Panther. I mean, I mean like at the end of the movie yeah um spoilers for black panther i guess
0: what about shia labeouf shia labeouf yeah shia labeouf
1: chris evans dwayne the rock johnson who who do we cast in every movie
0: mark Wahlberg.
1: just a running joke at this point uh <laughs> what about aziz i i feel like nobody took my justin long suggestion seriously but all right who, who's your guy Brian? i liked justin long jason Siegel? Jason Segel would be funny, John Leguizamo, Freddie Prinze Jr.
0: Ooh, okay. What what about? Uh, and this isn't the guy I had thought of, but he, I I can't remember the other guy's name. Um, what about Henry Cavill?
1: Oh, if we if we can't have Michael B. Jordan just to have him die, we can't have Henry Cavill just
0: to have him die. I I never said we couldn't have Michael B. Jordan. <laughs> I know, I'm Rocky. just I'm just like saying. so.
1: He, he's gonna show up and he's gonna like be wearing glasses and be like, "Hi, my name's Henry Cavill," and then he dies like the next scene. Don't you think No that's like, like you have to have establishing scenes. They'll have a dinner to start the night off with. But there's only gonna be like one scene where he's like got actual dialogue and then the rest of the movie he's just like a corpse. Okay. Would you be okay with it if we wrote like this very like high acting scene like his one scene and it's gonna involve like the best acting you've ever seen like he's talking about how he's He's taught like inner city children how to read yeah and his dead wife loved the winchester mystery house and it's been a year since her death and he's here to like yeah kind of like respect her but he thinks it's time to move on his students in the inner city like Bundled together enough money to send him on this adventure, like this to this house, and uh, he's just talking about how much they mean to
0: him. And uh, he's a veteran for sure. Oh yeah, like he's got like a limp, inexplicable limp.
1: Like, and we don't we don't realize that until he like stands up after like telling all this, and then just kind of like hobbles away.
0: You guys have got it.
1: So then that makes. That makes the killer even yeah. more heinous. Like they murdered a veteran. Like who geez, do, who does do who that? Who does that? Who
0: does that? Is that's the name of the movie? Who does that?
1: Other armies in war, I guess. Uh, <laughs> no, you're not a veteran if you're actively in combat, Rocky.
0: Well, I mean, like you
1: were a veteran of other battles. Uh, assuming this is your second battle. Okay, that's that's you're technically correct.
0: So anyway, so. Alright, it's Henry Covell. It doesn't matter because he's we're gonna have to pay him way less because he's only in it for five minutes. So is he a veteran or is Michael B. Jordan the veteran?
1: <laughs> they're all veterans. This is a oh, okay. military is a military retreat. <laughs> it's a, it's a it's a retreat to help them process their PTSD.
0: Retreat tree
1: Yeah, they're all war criminals. They're all war criminals, Brian.
0: Oh, so the actual who done it is that they're all murderers? Is that the point? Wait, what if it's a, wait, hold on, hold on, brain blast. What if this is a, what if this is a a retreat for serial killers and they're all actually murderers? Who would go to that? (laughs) Serial killers. (laughs)
1: It's just like you see an ad that's like retreat for serial killers and it's like, honey, I gotta go to this.
0: What if, what if that's the, the reveal at the end is that, um, they're all murderers already and someone is murdering the murderers they're
1: all killing each other the problem with that brian is they all wouldn't have a problem just proceeding to murder everybody else uh like some some vigilante is like going through and like you gotta pay for your crimes and just killing them all with a piece of rope oh so like batman like batman set up this retreat for serial killers so it's
0: it's like no it's like it's like seven someone is murdering these murderers and who who done it is actually dunning the who who done it. obviously the who is on the soundtrack a lot. That's just a given.
1: It's like CSI. Yeah. yeah! Can we
0: get David Caruso in this? <laughs> <laughs>
1: David Caruso's the vigilante. Oh my gosh, it's a classic twist.
0: No, David Cru. yeah, David Caruso's the murderer. That's great. That's really good. Oh, how, how about this, guys? This is this is perfect, actually. So David Caruso is the guy who like sets up the retreat and he takes the cell phones and he leaves. He also is the murderer. No one assumes it's him because he's been gone the whole time. And like throughout the movie, you think, oh, it's got to be X character. It's got to be Y because clearly they're a murderer. We have evidence that they might be a murderer, and then they turn up dead. And then at the very end, nope, turns out it was David Caruso the whole time.
1: I don't know. I think my first instinct would be to suspect the guy who trapped everyone in a place and they're all dying in. He's just an employee, man. He, he, you know. Yeah,
0: I wouldn't, I wouldn't murder somebody
1: on the job. I might. All right. So, Emma Stone, Mila Kunis, they go to this event. Henry Cavill at the Winchester Mystery Acts the best acting Um, he's
0: ever acted and then dies. First murder happens at dinner. It's at,
1: at dinner. Like, we go with that. We go with that thing where, like, the lights cut out at dinner and somebody dies.
0: Yes, I think that that's good.
1: Henry Cavill, you know, he's just given this tragic story, but he's hopeful and optimistic. Lights cut out, lights come back on. He's face down in a plate of tortellini.
0: Lights come back on. Huh, I thought you had the Alfredo, not the marinara. That's blood. He's dead.
1: (laughs) And then everybody else is like, oh, that's messed up.
0: They all look around at each other. Because they know they didn't And Emma do it.
1: Stone is like, are you a doctor? And then Mila Kunis is like, no. Justin Long's like, I'm a doctor, but you can't fix somebody having a knife in their heart.
0: Yeah, Justin Justin Long is a doctor. Is that how they die? Is, is the first death stabbing?
1: You're like, knife in the back.
0: I'm good with that. They are stabbed at dinner, Justin Long's like, yeah, I'm a doctor, but I can only do so much.
1: He's like, he's like I'm off duty. <laughs> That's well. That's the part of the Hippocratic Oath they don't tell you is that like, like when you're off duty, you don't have to abide by it. You're not defined by your job. You know, Justin Long is Justin Long. He's just a doctor when he's working. Like he, what he really is at his heart is a fisherman. Like he likes fishing. What if Justin Long's really into the LARP and he's like, well, in real life I'm a doctor, but like here I'm a banker. (laughs) I'm the stable boy. I do the laundry.
0: (laughs) Here I'm a here I'm a wealthy industrialist.
1: Emma Stone's like, is anybody a doctor? Somebody's like, there weren't any doctor characters assigned. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, in real life. And Justin Long's like, well, I'm a banker tonight. Like,
0: he refuses to help.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, she's like, you have, to, you have to help him. And he's like, I, I, I don't want to break character.
0: <laughs> help him how? How do you propose I help him? I'm wearing a wool suit. We live in California.
1: Maybe it's not just one knife. Maybe he's got just an absurd amount of knives in it's him. It's like
0: five knives, bare minimum. It's a lot of knives
1: of varying lengths. A couple of them are swords. Uh, and everybody's like, how? Like the lights only went out for like a split second. Like, how did he get 37 swords stuck in
0: him? <laughs> and, and you know, I'll do you one better. Everyone's asking who done it. I want to know how done it. <laughs>
1: yeah, that's a real mystery.
0: So yeah, so, so they immediately flee. The dining area with the body because no one wants to be there with the body.
1: They're carrying the body. What's that? They're fleeing the dining room with the body like they're carrying him.
0: No, I say they leave the body in the dining room and they they just close the doors and leave that room.
1: Yeah. So everybody runs in like the great hall or something and then you get it. Do we want everybody to run to the same place or do you want people to kind of like scatter off and they end up like.
0: Scatter them. Yeah, that makes it more fun.
1: Uh, Yeah, let's scatter them. Uh, by the way, the Great Hall. I want somebody to go. Eh, it's not so
0: great. Great Hall, more okay Hall.
1: I think we actually need like tritagonists. So I think we need Emma Stone and Mila Kunis, but then I think we need one other one, and then so that like all three of them get separated and paired up with another character, and they're all individually like trying to like piece things together. So we're getting like. Different character interactions and different perspectives, maybe okay. And like people reaching different conclusions, so the audience is like,
0: well, Okay, that's right. I could see that. Who's so do we want to? Aubrey Plaza, since we- she was in the running before, yeah,
1: let's do it. Let's do it.
0: This is definitely gonna pack the past the Bechdel test. Damn it, we are
1: 100% making sure we have an episode past the Bechdel test. Does it really count because they're talking about a man who got murdered. That's true. Ah, damn it! We have to make the person murdered a woman. You have to have like one throwaway line, like that's not about the murder.
0: Can they just talk? Can they have a, a line where they talk about the philosophy of murdering? All right, so they they get split up into this three three yeah there there are three groups with three protagonists and then one other person. You think Zach?
1: Uh, well, I was thinking like so. Emma Stone is with like one or two other people. Mila Kunis is with one or two other people, and Aubrey Plaza is with one or two other
0: people. Okay, I don't think we need to cast those people, do we?
1: No, I mean if if we come up and we're like, and okay. this character played by so and so, like we can do it, okay. but we don't need to worry about it right now. Um, so I then Emma Stone ends up in like the library. Mila Kunis runs to like the kitchen. Aubrey Plaza runs to like. Uh, maybe sh- the garden, like, runs outside.
0: Yeah, runs to the garden, yeah. Which I'm sure has got some weird geometry and, and dead ends and stuff in it, but that's yeah, good. Yeah,
1: it's a dodecahedron.
0: Yeah, it is a base 12 garden.
1: And then there's, like, the dining room had, a, like, an entrance at, like, each wall of it. So, like, they all just kind of ran mm-hmm. through a different door.
0: And like, like we were talking about before, since this is the Winchester Mystery House, we can definitely play with weird openings and, like, dead ends and like hallways that go to multiple different places and secret entrances and stuff. So that'll be cool. Um, so let's start with, um, I guess Emma Stone's group and we'll kind of just figure out what they do.
1: Okay. So, you know, after the initial panic and everybody being like, Holy shit, he's dead. And then they're being like, we're stuck here. Like somebody points out, like we can't Somebody's like we need to call the police. And they're like, we can't like,
0: with what? Uh, and David, there's no David phones. David Caruso has our phones. <laughs> like, David Caruso has our phones. Damn it. Uh, what
1: if it just is David Caruso? Like, he's not playing anybody. It's just like, he's like, yeah, I d-, you know, like after playing a crime scene investigator for so long, like I just thought it'd be fun to do this. This is my hobby. And he's like, I'm not a cop. I just play one on TV. And he puts the sunglasses on. And then there's like a scream in the background
0: Yeah!
1: And they're like, what was that? And he's like, oh shit! Somebody else must have gotten killed.
0: <laughs> Somebody else got murdered. So yeah. So okay. So, they're so in they the said that yeah, they're library. in the library. Um, big. I'm talking like baroque style library with like it's it's two floors of bookshelves and nice leather seating area and there's a fire going. She's there with
1: Justin Long, and this is where like she's like, we should have helped yep. him. Or like it comes out Justin Long's a doctor in real life. She's like, you didn't try to help him. He's like, I can't help thirty-seven swords in the back. Like <laughs> nobody can really. He's like, well, if the first sword didn't get him, the other thirty-six did. So yeah. he's not.
0: He he shrugs that off. She's immediately suspicious of him because he's a doctor who doesn't want to help people. Yeah, I I would be too. Yeah. At least I would be. I would be too. And so so they're like, okay, well we have to figure out who did this since we can't leave maybe later on we can have one of the garden people when we get to the garden scene we'll do that next we can have one of them um try to escape
1: so yeah they're in the library emma Stone's suspicious of justin long because he's a doctor who didn't want to help people and the other person with her is uh keenan thompson and he's also genre savvy because he's like look he's like i'm black i know i'm gonna get like somebody's going to kill me like yeah sure why not every time you say John, John Rossavi I think of like an actor named John Rossavi and I was like I'm like who the hell is that
0: <laughs> yeah it's John Rossavi he's
1: Italian John Rossavi Giovanni,
0: G- Giovanni Rossavi no lie John Rossavi is the regional vice president of Hanover insurance um so so yeah so they're they're in the library she decides she's going to try and figure things out does justin long and keenan thompson do they decide to help her or are they just along for the ride or like i
1: don't know i i think they're just like well keenan thompson's prerogative is just like he's like i don't care who did it i just want to not die myself
0: so yeah so she she sets off to find clues about who could have done this um, does she leave the library immediately? Cause I don't know what purpose she could have. Yeah, to I stay. think she leaves. I think she, yeah, leaves. she leaves and Justin and Keenan follow her. When she leaves, we can cut to the garden for a second. And I think the garden people like they're freaking out. Um, is that Aubrey? Is that Aubrey's group?
1: Yeah, that's Aubrey Plaza's group. Okay. Uh,
0: I think one of them, um, and it could even be Aubrey, uh, decides to make a bolt for their phones because that's the obvious rational thing. Like we need our phones. Um it's dark it's it's definitely dark outside. I don't know if it's raining, that might be too too much, but um, uh,
1: maybe it's foggy,
0: yeah, maybe it's foggy because
1: where where is the Winchester mystery house again? It's Winchester,
0: California, so it's perpetually seventy degrees and sunny, but we're gonna pretend for a second that they have bad weather for the first time in a hundred years yeah
1: it just takes one throwaway line where you're like, man, the weather's been a little weird for California today. It's in San Jose though, Brian. So it's like, it's on the bay. So you could get that like weird, like California bay fog. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So how about this? I've got this. So they all decide immediately the reasonable thing, the rational thing. They're going to go to the guard station or wherever the phones are kept and go get those phones. Yeah. So they make that call. They go through the garden. I think they, they decide to go to the guard station. I think that they immediately, we follow them through the garden. And so maybe there's, like, it's it's very eerie. They have to go through a bunch of hedges, and, like, there's blind turns and stuff like that. We build a lot of suspense with the music. Um, maybe they get separated at some point. And we follow Aubrey for a five-minute bit where she's trying to run through because she's terrified. She hears footsteps, stuff like that. She eventually finds both of the people who she was with murdered. And they are, like, on, like, a bench in a gazebo, like... Ornately displayed, like some kind of weird cultist bullshit, terrifies her. Okay, she she finds them, and after that, like horrible, we, we've we've established that not only is this person willing to kill one person, they're going to kill everybody. She books it. She's able to get out of the garden, um, and she just sprints off into the darkness. That's the last we see of her for now. So then we cut to, I'd say Mila Kunis's group. Where where did we say that they went?
1: Uh, just pick one. Who cares? The kitchen. kitchen.
0: Kitchen. All right. So, what what happens in the kitchen?
1: I think maybe Mila Kunis should notice like one of the knives.
0: One of the knives that was used in the, in the murder is now in the kitchen. Okay. So someone moved it. Which
1: there has to be like staff here too, right? Like, there's definitely like a kitchen staff and then like servers and.
0: Or maybe they all went home. I mean, unless they they unless they prep the meal and then leave. Yeah, they could do. Unless that, they yeah. like leave right before dinner.
1: That's true. They could have like. Put it, set the table, put it, you know, put it on the th- serving platters with, like, the lids over it, and then everybody could have, like, opened
0: it up yeah. themselves. Yeah, that's, that's what I was kind of thinking.
1: I think, should we, like, lean into the genre, though, and have uh, a butler character that's also still on the premises? Like, because, you know, everybody wants to suspect the
0: butler. Okay, yeah. So, so there's a butler. Yes,
1: played by Alfred Molina. Mm-hmm. Yes, Alfred Molina. I like that, Rocky. <laughs> yep, so they're in the kitchen. Okay, and they notice like one of the knives has been returned. So yeah, Mila Kunis automatically suspects the people who are with her.
0: Yeah, so someone clearly brought that into the kitchen. That's a good way to to build that suspense for her like she feels unsafe because it like clearly someone took a knife out of a body and carried it with them.
1: Yeah, she's like, "Oh, that was one of the 37 knives in that guy."
0: And the the movie is going to be called 37 Knives. 37 knives enter the fist.
1: It was Riza the whole time. No, Wu-Tang. Wu-Tang,
0: <laughs> Wu-Tang was, the, was the murderer all along.
1: It was the Asian guy. His name in the show is Wu-Tang.
0: So, so maybe they, they, they make it to the kitchen. They're in the kitchen. Maybe Mila gives, like, they're trying to decide what to do. She sees the knife, the bloody knife, and immediately, like, looks back at them and is terrified. Do we want to have another murder happen here?
1: I don't think so. I think a lot of what she's doing is she immediately suspects it's one of the two people she's with. So she's just trying to, like, keep an eye on them and keep them almost maybe contained.
0: Okay, so they don't notice that she's seen that knife. Neither of them are aware of what she is aware of. Right. Right?
1: Yes. Neither of them are aware of what she's aware of. Because she doesn't want to, like, reveal her hand by being like, oh, like, I noticed the knife. Like, I think it's one of you guys. Like. Maybe she's, like, wanting to get out of the kitchen because there's a bunch of potential murder weapons in the kitchen. Sure. What if she she says something like, we need to get somewhere, like, because it's a weird house, right? So, like, lots of weird entrances and passages and stuff. She's like, we need to get somewhere, like, we can, like, see every entrance or whatever. And maybe the butler, played by Alfred Molina, is like, oh, well, the master bedroom only has it's one door.
0: I've got an idea. I've got an idea. Alfred Molina says, well, the master bedroom, whatever is where it only has one entrance. We can go there. And he tries to lead them through the house. So their, their part is that they're trying to make their way through this, like, like go through all the passages. They run into dead ends. And the reason they keep running into dead ends, like they, they do this, they, they open a door and it's to a wall. They're like, uh, okay, butler, why don't you know this door? They go to another place. It's a stairwell that leads nowhere. Eventually they confront him. Turns out Alfred Molina wasn't the butler until tonight. That was the role he was playing.
1: That's what I was thinking. I like that.
0: So he actually isn't the butler. Maybe he was even hired a separate thing from that. Some guy called him and extorted him to be, to be a fake butler. And so he's like He knows nothing about the house Like knows, at
1: gunpoint It was like Alright you're gonna be a butler tonight uh, <laughs> Or it's curtains for you.
0: They, they're like They call him like Listen We found the photos On your computer We jump back later And he, they found photos On his computer That are compromising And so he's being extorted To pretend to be the butler He's not actually the butler He's just an innocent man Well But he's just a random man We don't know who he is I wouldn't say innocent I guess If he has these uh, This dirt So they they make their way through the house. Their suspense is like trying to avoid being murdered while also dealing with the eccentricities of this house. I think we go back now, while they're trying to make their way to the master bedroom, I think we go back to Emma Stone's group. She is trying to find clues about what is happening. She probably makes her way to... What would be the most reasonable place for someone looking for clues like that? Uh, The clue room? The clue room? Yeah. So what was what's the closest thing to a clue room in like a real person's world?
1: They were in the library, Uh, the the bathroom, the computer room, the computer room, obviously
0: the 90s style computer. (laughs) No, um, the bathroom. Um,
1: you gotta drop a clue. So they go into like the garage, maybe. uh, the study. Yeah, no, what if what if they she's like she's like, "Oh, let's go to the garage." Maybe she's like, maybe there's a car in there and we can just like drive out and get help. And they they go to the garage where they run into Aubrey Plaza and she's like, "No, if you try to leave, you're going to die."
0: Well, my thought was that if, if she runs into Aubrey Plaza's body and that Aubrey Plaza was murdered while trying to escape, and that, that is how they know they can't just leave the mansion. I was going to
1: say Aubrey Plaza's body like is like, dead in the car.
0: Ooh, that's good. Okay, d- scratch it. Let's do that. So they get to the garage. They they go, okay, how about this? I got it. So they get in the garage. Emma Stone is like looking for clues. M- one of her, her companions, Justin Long, is like, uh, screw the clues. Let's get out of here. He, fi- he sees a car, tries to get into the car, opens it, and in the driver's seat slumped over is Aubrey Plaza, dead as a doornail. Matter of fact, murdered by doornails.
1: Oh my gosh. 37 of them.
0: 37 door nails.
1: This killer's got a lot of time on his hands. He does. He's good. He's, he's real good. He's very good. Very adept with a hammer. Yeah.
0: So, um, finds her dead, her whole group is gone.
1: <laughs> and then what if what if like Justin Long, what if his th- character's kind of a scumbag and he's like, damn. He's like, I wanted to nail her. <laughs> And somebody's like, Oh my gosh, thirty-seven again and then somebody's like, Oh, I only count
0: thirty-five. And Keenan's like, Why are you counting? Like, why in the world would you count how many there are? Why does it matter? So so I don't think I don't want them to run immediately away from the garage just because of this. Because I think they've already done that a couple of times. So I think And
1: we want to get to the detective like solving it kind of stuff too. Because Yes.
0: Exactly. So they've got to find a clue something in here. What do they find? Um Maybe she sees something in the car. Okay. That, like, in the car with Aubrey, so she has something to go. Something was dropped? Yeah, something was dropped. It's a
1: glove. It's a bloody glove. Bloody glove. And then they have a trial, and they see if the glove fits, and if it doesn't, you must acquit.
0: And it turns out
1: it was O.J. the whole time.
0: It was actually O.J. Was-
1: he has acting experience. It's actually just O.J. murdering people. Like real life. <laughs>
0: All right, but no. But, but seriously, I think maybe in the passenger seat, Emma sees something, and she has to crawl into the car. Like maybe the the passenger, maybe none of the doors are open except for the driver's door, so she has to like crawl over Aubrey's body, and that's real like terrifying and you know awful. Build suspense that way. She gets into the passenger seat or the back seat or whatever, and uh, she finds some kind of clue like. Maybe a notebook, maybe a notebook, a notebook that has some of the people who are in the group and connections to murders or crimes or something like it's got dirt on pretty much everyone who's there.
1: Okay. Right. Maybe it's
0: missing a few pages so that, uh, she doesn't,
1: Oh, a couple pages ripped out. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Cause like no, the murderer isn't gonna write stuff about themselves. So she has to have some reason to believe that one of the people she's met already is a murderer. So it's like missing the page on like Justin Long. It's missing a page on Mila Kunis and on like one other character. And so she, she has reason to believe that all of the people there are bad people and one of them is a murderer. So she's instantly suspicious. She also shows it to them. And so now all the people she's with are nervous about or the, all the people in this group, Keenan, Justin and her are nervous about if they're with the murderer except maybe Keenan. Maybe Keenan is uh, absolved.
1: And you were you were saying there's not a page about Justin Long in there, right? Yeah. So maybe like Justin Long's like, well, you don't think I did it, right? He's like, how do we know you didn't do it? Yeah. And then she'd be like, well, I was with you. Like, when would I have had time to murder Aubrey Plaza? Maybe, maybe there should have been a moment where like uh, Emma Stone like was separated from everyone. So they have plausible reason to think she could be the murderer too.
0: Yeah. Let's do that. Let's do that. Like maybe she, maybe she was the first to get into the garage and discover the body. Maybe she like ran ahead of them. Oh yeah. Like they, they like sat and debated if they would even leave for a while. Ooh. Okay. She leaves first from the library. They stay in the library for a while and then they come find her with the body in the car. Even maybe they she, they find her in the car with the body, in the garage, after her hole. So she's alone when she finds Aubrey. So they're like, well, how do we know you didn't kill her? And she's like, well, why would I just talk to you like I didn't? Yeah, like, like,
1: there are 32
0: doornails in this yeah. woman. I couldn't have done that.
1: In the garage, with the doornails. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, there's a nail gun. Let's assume there's an, it okay, was a there's nail a gun. Okay, a nail driver.
1: gun. All right. <laughs> Is uh, it like a rapid-fire nail gun? You can. Yeah, that's Second Amendment. Yeah. I've got the right to bear nail guns
0: so yeah so there's a scene where like she finds it first so there's there's suspicion on her on Justin on everybody so where do we go from here
1: Uh, let's go back to Mila Kunis's group so they're like wandering through the house Mm -hmm. right and they keep like getting twisty turny
0: sure Uh, yeah it's twisty turny do we have the reveal about Alfred Molina or has he already done that
1: we've already done that okay maybe they're like suspicious of him because
0: he's got some dirt on him I mean we know he's a bad dude already
1: yeah and then wh- what are they trying to do are they just trying to find everybody else are they trying to get to a safe spot i think so ha- we've had four people die so far
0: uh aubrey the two she was with henry cavill? Uh, main guy yeah henry cavill so yeah four
1: i don't know what do you uh rock what do you think they're doing so so they've tried going to the garage to get in a car and that hasn't worked no, no, no. This, oh, is, this is Mila Kunis. So they're they're back Kuna's Kuna's from the Kuna's garden, or or they're going. Wait. No, okay. That was Aubrey Plaza's group. Shit. Um, I need like a like a notepad to write this shit down in. Um, this is the problem when we have like multiple characters doing different things. I'm like, what the fuck? Uh okay. So they're heading to the master bedroom, right? Uh,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Maybe they get to the master bedroom. I, I think they actually do get there and they find something. Uh, but not, like, something, like, explicit, like a, like, a huge clue, but they see something that that's, like, out of the ordinary. A framed number 32 Bill's jersey.
0: <laughs> yep. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> subtle, subtle hint there. It's like, oh, he's a Bill's fan. Clearly the murderer was a Bill's fan.
1: I mean, look this is, like, okay, so they're a Bill's fan, and Alfred Melina's, like... That's the jersey of Orenthal James Simpson.
0: <laughs> <laughs> he knows it right off the bat. Um, maybe the missing pieces. Maybe they find the missing pieces of the notebook, and so they have reason to suspect the other people.
1: Yeah, but Bela Kunis doesn't know Emma Stone has like sure. the rest of the notebook, sure. so she just finds it and she's like, "Who are these? Like, oh my gosh! Like, notebook pages on three or four people like in our party." But she doesn't realize there's a, like, a rest of the notebook. So they eventually have to like come together and meet up. Yeah, so
0: they definitely have to meet up. So I think maybe one more death happens before the meetup. Just, I, I think that, that builds some more suspense. So maybe we see the murderer And it's attack. somebody
1: who's... Oh, okay. I was
0: thinking maybe they attack Mila Kunis' okay. group.
1: And it, do they kill Alfred Molina yeah. or do and they, they kill-, kill the third person in their group who we haven't cast? I say uh, they kill the third, the third person, person in their yeah. group who's been there the whole time. Yeah, but Academy is, Award winner Tom Hanks,
0: <laughs> and oh, uh, we we <laughs> will rip the heart out of this country if we do this. I'm there for that. Let's do it. So, <laughs> Academy Award winner Tom Hanks is murdered in plain sight of Alfred Molina and Mila Kunis. Also, I think mm-hmm. like Tom Hanks' some- character
1: should really be channeling like his Mister Rogers' energy. He's been doing so, like. Like, he's just, like, a sweet old man, and... I think he's got, like, a lot of prosthetics on. Like, you wouldn't even know it's Tom Hanks yeah, if you, yeah. like, didn't look that closely yeah, at him. Yeah, I think
0: that's a good way to play it, yeah. Um, okay, so Alfred Molina is... Or, no, Tom Hanks is murdered by... And I think it's a masked assailant who just shows up. Maybe, maybe there's a four-poster bed the in the room and they they don't pay it any mind they're just like talking in this room like well we can't just sit here forever um mila kunis is trying to understand the the pages that she's found indicating that
1: and their face is obscure the killer's face is obscured by a buffalo bills football helmet Uh, (laughs) yes
0: it it, they see a silhouette come up from from the four poster bed and they jump out and stab tom hanks while wearing this buffalo bills helmet and then it's and then they escape they 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 murder Tom Hanks. It doesn't
1: it doesn't have to be Tom Hanks, but it's like a Tom Hanks analog. Like yes. he's channeling that Tom Hanks energy.
0: Budget Tom Hanks, Todd Hanks. Anyway, so they I'd say maybe Mila and Alfred escape, and they they leave, and maybe that's where they reunite with um, Emma Stone and and Justin Long and Keenan Thompson. Man, this is an all star cast. Now that I think about it, <laughs> and. So they, they, they're sprinting. They run into Emma Stone's group where? In the dining hall. The dining hall. Okay. Yeah. So and they're they, back where the body was?
1: Like, yeah. Yes. Okay. So hear me out. Hear me out. So they're. Okay. They run in there. They're talking. The camera's focused on them. They're like talking about what's up. Emma Stone is like, Aubrey Plaza's dead. I think everybody should rent. The other people were dead. Uh, You know, they recount she's like i found this weird notebook then mila kunis like i found pages from a notebook so then they start to like compare notes and then maybe justin long or alfred molina is like hey wait a second and he's like where's the body and then the camera like swings around and henry cavill's body is gone (gasps) yes yes and this is where rocky thought we were only gonna use henry cavill for one (laughs) scene and then he dies it turns out he faked his own death so he could murder other people oh my god oh shit that's it yeah and they're like about to piece it together like well wait the one person's name who's not in here like they say is that, Henry and Justin Long is like, <laughs> yes. wait, where's the body? Who done it is the yeah. one who did yeah. it. <laughs> yes. And then like Henry Cavill maybe like walks out of like another room and he's like clapping. He's like, he's oh, like, so you yeah. figured it out. I mean, really all they had to do was just come back to the room later. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> you really didn't expect us to come back to the room? Well, no, there's a dead body. Yeah, I so to that that to creeps a people out body
1: man body. <laughs> yeah, it's a primal aversion um
0: <laughs> to be honest, I didn't expect you to make it this far,
1: yeah, and they're like, so why did you wanna kill all like kill people and then I don't know what his motive
0: is. my motive is that they're all bad people he's literally oh, an right, insane right. like serial killer of bad people
1: he's the hero killer stain, but then Emma stone. Uh, I I got that reference, by the I way. Uh, then Emma Stone looks over at Justin Long and is like, see, this is why you should have looked at him. And then Justin Long.
0: Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Justin Long claps.
1: You figured it out. <laughs> they were in it together. They were in it together. <laughs> and Justin Long, like, corral- was, his job was to corral them back into the dining hall so they could just go ahead and murder the rest of them.
0: That's good. That's very good. And then I've got it. I've got it. I've got, got, it. got it. I've got oh, it. I've got okay.
1: It. What were you gonna say, Brian? <laughs> I just want. I just want different people to keep I've clapping got it, I've got it. I've got it.
0: So the, Justin Long and Henry Cavill have them in the room. It's just Emma Stone, Alfred Molina, and uh, and Keenan Thompson. They're they're no match for Superman and Justin Long. Oh uh, yeah. <laughs> so they're about to be murdered. Who? Okay. So Justin Long has a nail gun, and Henry Cavill has a knife. And then you hear from the back of the room, you hear clapping. And who is it? And who is it coming to save the day? OJ Simpson with a gun. <laughs> he saves their lives. The juice
1: is the loose. The juice loose. And to be, it needs to be very clear. He's not. redemption he's, for OJ Simpson. He's not killing Henry Cavill and Justin Long out of like a sense of justice. He's doing it because he likes to kill people. Because he loves killing. No. <laughs> um, oh God! He's okay. like he's like, you guys better run. This is gonna get wild. And he's like, no, like he's like, like once like, I'm done with like him, after I kill him, I'm coming for you. <laughs> uh, on, a, uh, if you want to go with that, I love that. I love.
0: That I'm version. I'm joking about the OJ part. Everything okay. else works. I was thinking the OJ so part their motive was, was like. Joke.
1: I think. What if their motive? Do you want another really dumb version or really another dumb motive? Yeah. It's that none of them <laughs> checked on their driver's license that they wanted to be organ donors, so they're harvesting their organs.
0: <laughs>
1: that's it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's it's like, like a, a d- warped sense of We're justice. Full Riverdale now. Uh, 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 no, no, I do think like we could go with an organ harvesting angle, though. That, yeah, uh, an organ harvesting to, like, angle.
0: Oh, that's why Justin Long's a doctor.
1: Yeah, yeah. There we go. I don't know why those people. Maybe, maybe it's just like, what if all the like they look they start analyzing the pages from the notebook and they're like this is just like medical information like blood type uh you know like stuff like that and Mm -hmm. maybe like that's they like the people were random like they all were just people who legitimately wanted to do this thing but like justin long and uh henry cavill like know pull their medical records and then like planned to be at
0: this thing too
1: because they're like oh yeah we know there's like a demand for organs that are compatible like theirs so we're gonna like harvest their
0: and and also my idea was that okay so here's another idea the reason they have all the the lists of bad shit that they've done all the dirt on them is helping them justify murdering people for their organs yeah like it's just they they needed that little extra step to help them feel okay with doing this but it ended up making them all think that they were murderers or potentially murderers. So,
1: so do we have like a standoff or do we have like a chase through the house where like Henry Cavill and Justin Long are like chasing people down through the house and acting like batshit insane?
0: Yes. That sounds cool to me.
1: Okay. So does, uh, do like our protagonists, do they like kill the killers or do the somehow like, do the police somehow show up?
0: Here's my idea. So Alfred and Emma are being chased by Henry, and Keenan is being chased by Justin. I think that Alfred sacrifices himself so that Emma can survive, because honestly, I don't think that either of them could outrun Henry Cavill. Uh, I just don't see them surviving. He's
1: got a limp. He was in the army. Rocky acting acting no what if what if we really lampshade this what if he's like that story i told you <laughs> acting, acting. <laughs> he's like i'm a i'm a very good actor like maybe maybe alfred Molina's like we can outrun this guy he's got an he's like I, he's got a limp he's got like a prosthetic leg or something he was a veteran
0: he's like you thought i was dead you think i wouldn't lie about the limp
1: what if henry cavill's pants are breakaway what <laughs> What if they're breakaway pants and he like pulls them off and he's wearing like running shorts and he's just got like <laughs> perfectly toned calves and he's like, you think you can outrun this?
0: So Alfred stays behind to tussle with Henry. We watch him die as as Emma runs away. And okay, I've got an idea for her. So, so she runs one way. I think Keenan runs another way. It's the final split up. I think Emma runs into the wine cellar. And, find and Mila
1: Kunis runs a different... What's that? And Mila Kunis runs a different way too, right? Like there's... Does Mila Kunis... Like you just said Emma and yeah. Keenan. There's Mila Kunis. Yeah, you're right. Left, I right? forgot
0: about her shit. Um, <laughs> so maybe Emma and Mila both run. The, those names sound weird together. Anyway, maybe they both run. So anyway, so they, they run to the wine cellar and they find this like surgical studio that has got so many bodies and so many organs. So there's like body horror here at the end in this, in this climax and they're, like, yeah. running through, like, yeah. bodies hung up, like, on meat hooks. Like, it's it's a little grotesque. And they're sprinting through this this horror show. They can hear Henry Cavill behind them, like, flipping over surgical tables and shit. Like, he's bloodlusted. He's Superman. He's coming for you. Yeah. He starts shooting lasers out of his eyes. Beats up uh, Jesse Eisenberg. And then, so maybe the, this is the standoff <laughs> where, like, he's very close to killing them. And then they work together and kill him. By stabbing him with thirty-seven scalpels, and it's very poetic.
1: Do they wait? Do they kill Henry Cavill or do they kill Justin? I think Long? both
0: Henry Cavill and Justin. Maybe, maybe, maybe Henry Cavill dies, and maybe they catch Justin Long, like the cops catch him. I don't know. What's Keenan Thompson doing? During- Keenan's being chased by Justin. Okay, okay. Justin so, is chasing Keenan with with it with a nail gun, a yeah. battery powered <laughs> uh, nail yes. gun.
1: I've yes. got it. I've got it. So uh, Keenan's getting chased by Justin Long, and then they enter a room. And and, because Kenan's in front of him, he he closes the door behind him. Justin opens the door, and Kenan starts clapping. And he goes, "So you figured it out?" And then he just takes off running again. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I've got an idea for how like the day can kind of be saved. What if like in a scuffle something uh, like caught fire, and so. There's something burning, so the fire department shows up. So, like, Henry Cavill was cornered, Mila Kunis, and uh, Emma Emma Stone, and he's, like, licking his lips and just looking insane. And then, like, a fireman kicks down the door and, like, hatchets his head off or uses an axe to, like, chop his arm off or something. And the, the firefighters are the real heroes. I like it. I like it. I do like the, the Keenan clapping thing to throw Justin Long off. Yes, <laughs> that's funny. And that's he's really He's like, good. "What are you doing?" And he's like, "I just needed to catch my breath." <laughs> and then he starts <laughs> running.
0: So, do we want any more people to die, or what's the, what's the final?
1: Brian over here, like Brian <laughs> wants, like
0: no survivors. Like, like, let's kill some more people.
1: I think I think the people left alive now are the are the people like they make it to the end.
0: So I think I think um, Mila and Emma work together and they kill the um, okay. Henry Cavill the in defense in self-defense okay. in in the the murder shop in the surgical shop um, probably using surgical yes. tools like maybe he's like advanced ooh, okay, I got it. He backhands Emma, knocks her out. Okay. She's knocked out. he turns to Mila. he is about to get her.
1: I was okay with him murdering but hitting a woman.
0: Yeah, for real. Um, so he he's about to to get Mila. She like throws like some acid at his face, and it blinds him okay. for a second. She runs into like this deep freeze. There's just
1: acid laying around. Well, yeah, it's a, just you don't have acid laying around your place. It's a
0: murder studio. What do you think they do with the bodies once they've got the organs? They dissolve Brian, them. Brian, is she trying to freeze him in carbonite? <laughs> <laughs> so she runs into this freezer, and it's a deep freezer, and it's like real dark. Henry comes in and he's cornered her Okay. and he's like all fucked up. His face is all jacked up. He's got a knife. And then Emma comes up, knocks or not knocks him out, stabs him from behind with like a scalpel. He drops. He's dead.
1: With a scalpel? One scalpel is going to kill him?
0: I don't know. But uh, what, what, what other instruments could we use?
1: Uh, a halberd.
0: Yeah, you're right. Maybe she stabs him with a halberd. A
1: halberd. Yeah, there's like a suit of armor. So, <laughs> there was a suit yeah. of armor yeah sure yeah.
0: maybe they pointed it out earlier <laughs> who
1: knows justin long licks his lips and he's like you really stab somebody that
0: <laughs> so so he's taken care of and then i guess maybe do the firefighters come and that's how keenan is saved from justin long and justin long gets captured and he's taken to jail for the murders and everything
1: sure i'm fine with that okay
0: so we've got our resolution we found out that it was really just an elaborate organ harvesting scenario. As <laughs> our most yeah. crimes, speeding, uh, tax evasion, it is known. Most tax evasion is done by organ harvesting facilities.
1: Uh, well, yeah. If you start paying, if you start paying organ or taxes on the organs you harvest, they're going to be able to trace uh, it. Back that's away. just. You know, like, I mean, that's just facts. You're right.
0: Well, the IRS doesn't give a shit if your if your money is attained illegally. They just want their money.
1: Exactly. Um, but
0: anyway, so 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 they're saved by firemen. Um, some hunky firemen come up. They save just them. Some really sexy firemen. Well, I want I want uh, there to be a scene specifically where to calm them down. They just give them the calendar for the year, the fireman calendar for the year, and they're just looking through that, coming yeah. through.
1: I want the firemen to be played by Chris Evans.
0: All of them are the same guy?
1: <laughs> That'd be funny. All of them uh, are. I'm thinking like Chris Evans with the mustache. Um, who Who are some other hunky guys we could have? it's just chris evans no the more hunky guys well hunky
0: it's chris guy. evans and henry cavill brad there pitt um, they all show up brad- so the sexy the sexy fire brigade shows all up. all
1: great great mustache.
0: they they are finally able to get their phones so yeah so the then the falling action which honestly in a horror movie isn't the important part like they just things are resolved for them they're gonna yeah. leave now <laughs> they're gonna leave traumatized their lives are, are changed in a negative way is there is there any kind of send off that we want any kind of poignant send off or I kind of want this to be a standalone. I don't want sequel potential for this oh, one. Oh yeah,
1: no. This just standalone.
0: So what what do we end on? Like do we end on them just leaving and then you know they close the ambulance doors, they drive them away in the ambulances to check them up in the hospital and what number is the ambulance? 37. <laughs> <laughs> there <laughs> you that's go. It. That's it. End
1: movie. Roll credits.
0: Roll credits. All right. So, do we want to call it Thirty Seven Knives? Is that is that the name of it?
1: Like the mystery at Thirty Seven Knife Avenue.
0: Yeah, mystery at Thirty Seven Knife Avenue. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we have got it done. Our our version of the classic uh, who done it mystery, uh, mystery at Thirty Seven Knife Avenue. Uh, it is a. a a spine tingling, bone chilling tale of of violence and mystery, as Mila Kunis, Emma Stone, Keenan Thompson, Alfred Molina, Tom Hanks, and a, a, an entire ensemble cast that I honestly shouldn't read just for sake of not sounding cartoonish uh, attend a murder not not a murder mystery party attend a a period correct dinner party at uh, the Winchester Mystery House and uh uncover something sinister uh, afoot a sinister plot uh i think it's going to be an excellent uh excellent movie i think that it's going to get a lot of of rave reviews um i think it's probably going to get 37 percent on rotten tomatoes and i think that that's pretty good if only
1: if only yeah Yeah, that's pretty that's pretty good for us right
0: uh all right and uh since we've got our our lovely murder mystery wrapped up uh, i want to do a few quick shout outs so uh first off big shout out for uh to the young romantics for use of our theme song spinning they are going to be playing at best friend bar in lexington kentucky on halloween that's october 31st also their debut ep uh titled in case you feel the same is out now on all your favorite streaming platforms please check that out it is great as well, please check us out on social media. Um, we are at Pod on Instagram and Twitter. And uh, if you just search Screenplayed on Facebook, you'll find us. Uh, if you have any ideas for movies that you want us to tackle, feel free to shoot them over to Podcast at gmail.com. Um, we'll ha- be happy to take a look at those, and maybe we'll shout you out and use your ID on the show. Um, but with all those lovely thank yous out of the way, um, I think we're ready to wrap things up
1: thanks everybody for listening i'm chris rocky i'm zach
0: waldridge and i'm brian lee all right everybody let's get ready lights camera and action